Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Welcome along to the Melchester Odyssey. Um, it's the 200th one, Sam. Wow! 200 weeks, that's almost Haven't we done years. well? We have. Or yeah, more like, hasn't Roy done well and the brains behind Roy, Roy the Rovers? Well. Haven't we exploited mm, this their piece of content for uh, almost four years now uh, to a reasonably successful level? Long may yeah. it continue. Exactly. We're already up to 1984. And I think the, the comic went on until about 1993 before they knocked it on the head. Although I don't know. I've looked at some uh. later issues and I don't know how diveable it it gets well we know how it ends because we went to the national football museum that time didn't we in manchester yeah and was it a roy the rose exhibition or was it something else yeah Yeah. so we got to see the early ones which of course i've read because i've got the 50s annual and the 60s annual all of which are very diveable should we ever choose to do that but then we saw how it ended in the 90s by which stage we'd tuned out because we were too busy. Yeah. We were on the Caffrey's by that stage, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Yeah, we're, 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 we're on the Caffrey's listening to the Soup Dragons by then. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. The, the issues that I've got begin at 1979, and I think every issue is available online if you know where to look. So we could mm. go back to 1979. Don't, don't do a spoiler, started. because if you go to what happens in the 90s, I'll just say... Something befalls Roy that puts an end to the whole fucking thing. And it is just beyond... I mean, I find it unacceptable. It's fucking mad. And I can't even bring myself to say it. I don't want to spoil it for anyone. But I actively don't want to go that far. Because I think the way that they brought about Roy's eventual demise was just... It was in bad taste, in my opinion. It's in my mind's eye right now. And I yeah, can't shift I, it. I can't shift it either because we saw it, and I don't think either of us were aware of it until that day. It was quite nice that we were together when we witnessed that cover so. for the yeah. first time because yeah. I remember we support each other. We also had our suitcases with us because we'd gone straight from the <laughs> yeah. train station to the exhibition without going to our <laughs> hotels first. We must go there straight away. We, we it was like an this. emergency yeah. Roy exhibition visit, and we had our wheelie bags with us, and it was quite good because I, I remember both of us almost lost balance when we saw the cover of like the end of Roy yeah. the Rovers, and I remember yeah. just clutching hold of my suitcase to keep myself light on two feet. It was, it was tough. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we'll get to that eventually. 
And then, like I say, we could go back to 1976 and do the origin story. Mm. Uh, so anyway, I, I have in my left hand the 12th of May, 1984 issue of Roy the Rovers. We began to do this one, and then we realised that we hadn't finished the 5th of May. So we were talking about Heinz Invaders, because you get a free Heinz Invaders badge <laughs> with this issue, which sadly isn't attached to the issue anymore. Quite right. No one's going to get their Roy the Rovers delivered and leave the badge on the front and think, I'll be able to sell that when I'm older. No. To a collector. If I ever got yeah. given a free badge when I was a kid, there's only one thing on my mind. Get the cunt pinned to my jumper Put now. It on. Get yeah. this fucking badge on my body. And get out and about and let everyone see that I've got it. Go out for a right fucking strut around the neighbourhood. Yeah. Look at this, everyone. Heinz Invaders. Oh, yeah, you saw right. Fucking free as yeah. well, by the way. Didn't spend a penny on that. Yeah. Haven't even read the comic. Just came straight out to show you all. Look upon me and weep, cunts. <laughs> it's Sam the Badge Man, <laughs> the local badge head. I don't even know what Heinz Invaders are, but I'm supporting them and, and I'm publicising them. I don't care. <laughs> if it's Heinz, it's quality. That's all I know. And Heinz Invaders were, I believe, just... Um, spaceship type spaghetti um like spaghetti oops but spaceship yeah um yeah they're pretty good i mean in those days we were just happy we were just happy to have any like any pasta shape in tomato sauce in a new and mm. interesting shape that was yeah we we'd done alphabetti spaghetti yeah, we've, we've done, done the hoop. numbers. For me, hoops. it was hoops were always my favourite, and it was really weird because in the summer holidays, sometimes my grandma would come from Margate mm. to look after me when my mum was at work. And what happened was, my mum would just simply stock the house with a number of Heinz baked bean tins for the week. There'd be seven for the right. week, mate. And each day, I would, and after a while, I wanted to express my own in independence, Andy. So I would tell my grandma, I don't want you to make my lunch today. I will do it, right? Because mm. I basically learned how to open a tin, heat some shit up in a pan, <laughs> and then stick it on a bit of toast, right? Which I was, <clears throat> get the toast out, spread a bit of flora on it, tip the fucking beans on, or whatever the tomato-y mm. thing I was having for lunch on, bang. If I was feeling fruity... Great, a bit of fucking cheddar on it, right? Get in there. I remember, and I was a bit, I was a bit like with my nan. No, I, I'll do it. I know how to cook now, right? And she was a bit like, all right then, cunt. Oh, cooking is it? Warming up some fucking Heinz tomato sauce product, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's survival, that's all it is. Yeah, fucking cooking. All right then, fucking Keith Floyd, go for it. I'll sit here and read my Daily Mirror, fine. I'll put my fucking feet up, you fucking, <laughs> you fancy cunt, right? And uh, but it was like you'd have hoops, spaghetti, mm. alphabetti spaghetti, maybe invaders, although I don't really remember them, and of course ravioli. I was just going to mention that that for was my favourite for a continental twist. If you were feeling a bit flash, ravioli, yeah. yeah. And you'd I don't know about you, but I'd always have to grate the cheddar on the ravioli. For fucking certain. No, I never, 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 I'd never thought of that, to be honest. Mm. I don't think we had a greater. <laughs> a greater. That, that didn't reach the northeast until the no. Tony Blair era. 
<laughs> we didn't have that kind of and thing. And I will tell all of you, <clears throat> this is a new drawn for Britain. We shall make grating facilities available to the North Country. <laughs> the industrial North shall be grating <laughs> cheeses, all sorts of cheeses, that everywhere. That is our pledge by, by 2002. <laughs> by 2002, we will every household... grating. <laughs> every household in the North East... She'll have a great. She'll have the capacity to grate cheese. I've, I'm not going to lie. I've got a hankering right now for let's say spaghetti on toast. Heinz spaghetti on toast. Well, or hoops. Here's the thing. I don't know why because it was all basically the same stuff in different shapes, same yeah. sauce, yeah. same pasta. But I sort of thought of the spaghetti as a bit like crap and like ugh, right? ugh, spaghetti. Nah, that's a bit common. I don't want that. The spaghetti hoops. That's sophisticated. Different. The spaghetti weird. letters, sophisticated. The spaghetti, yeah. and I was—I suppose I was a bit like they haven't even bothered to fucking do anything with that. That's what it is. They haven't jazzed it up. It's, at it's all. lazy. Yeah. They've just got the raw spaghetti from wherever they fucking get it off a tree, right? And they've just mixed it with the tomato sauce and stuck it in a tin. And they—it's they, more or less the same price. And I'm not having that. I want mine. So it did seem to taste nicer when it was in hoop form to me, Andy. I don't know if you mm. felt the same way. Don't know. Can't remember. I'd have to do a taste test. Maybe we will do that for the Turbo listeners at some point. I'd love to see an episode of that Made in Britain show that's on ITV4 about how Alphabetti Spaghetti was made mm. because that seems like a science that I can't get my yeah. head around. It might be on YouTube if we've got if we're lucky. Is that yeah? How the fuck did they do how that? How did they do it? Because it's so. I see how they would mix spaghetti. It's perfect as well. There's, they're, yeah. they're, they're completely uniform. All those letters. Because they've got they must use a series of moulds. But mm. how does that do? How how do they, so many are produced? Going through that process, it just seems fantastic. A tin of Heinz spaghetti spaghetti should cost six ninety nine. Surely, based yeah, on the, the process of making them. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, let's not get sidetracked because it's the 200th episode and we should focus on Roy the Rovers. Yeah, we should have respect. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and it's it's a good cover. We've got uh, injuries galore going on. It says, Walford Rovers, the club which Roy had briefly managed, and Melchester Rovers had reached the final of the FA Cup just before a league match against Holverton. A helicopter chartered by Joe Bellamy, the Walford cunt appeared over Mel Park with disastrous consequences for the Rovers. They'd just used their substitute, but now Noel Baxter was injured. They'd just all been uh, befuddled by this helicopter that's flown above them. It's addled their minds. They can't concentrate. They can't focus. Noel Baxter has collapsed again, it says there. Uh, Noel Baxter has collapsed again. That knee injury is serious. And Baxter's down. He's going, ouch! He's got Jimmy Slade and Taffy Morgan trying to help him up. Or are they just going to help him up and just help him run it off? I don't know. Charlie Carter looks perturbed in the background, as does Roy. Uh, ah, it stings! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't put pressure on it! <laughs> yeah. um, oh, that cunt Baxter's fucking got his knickers in a twist again. So they, 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 so someone in the crowd shouts, no wonder Roy looks like a man who has just aged 10 years. Hey, fuck and off. And there's a close-up of Roy. Exactly, yeah. What? I'm in my fucking prime, mate. I'm fucking moisturised to fuck here, mate. You pie-eating fucking turd. 
<laughs> That's what he calls the fads. Those fucking pie in turds there pie in the fucking sand. Scum. Disgusting. Fucking <laughs> fucking pond life as far as I'm concerned. Look, I don't know why we don't have perspex sheets put up around the around the exterior of the pitch because I can smell the fucking beer on their breath coming on the pitch. The Revolting. beer and the pies. Don't and get the me fags. wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love a beer and a fag in the feathers after a hard day's fucking work a place for it. to relax in an executive environment. But these cunts, it's disgusting. It's non-stop. It's all they've got to live for. That and the bingo. In the, uh, in the early hours of a Saturday afternoon. That's disgusting. <laughs> and then we've got uh, Taffy Morgan and I don't know who this is. It seems to be a member of the public. <laughs> Helping Noel Baxter off the pitch. As he hobbles off, uh, it could be the pop star David Cassidy. Uh, I'm not totally sure. It could be David Van Deer from Dollar, actually. He might have gone up the Melchester. The early use of a pop star device within Roy the Rovers, which of course... Yeah, a little hint as to what's to come. Yeah, no spoilers. So I don't know why David Van Deer's there, but... Uh, he could be going into the FA Cup final without two key players. Which, of course, was important back then, as we said. Um, most team squads were 12 or 13. Mm. That was it. You played uh, week in, week out. Injuries weren't the thing. Uh, one substitute each each week. So there we are. Uh, Roy is telling them all what to do. It says, Rovers had also lost Duncan Mackay, who had injured himself in scoring Rovers' equalising goal. Um... Roy says, now we're down to 10 men, so for Pete's sake, take it easy. Forget about Walford and Joe Bellamy. We're charging around like a bunch of bad-tempered mules, just as he hoped we would. Bellamy sat there 24 hours earlier thinking, I really hope I can get them Melchester boys charging around like a bunch of bad-tempered mules. <laughs> that would be That would be perfect. He, was, he stood in front of the old fucking squad with a whiteboard and drew... Now, who can tell me what I've just drawn is? I don't know, Joe. It looks like a, I guess, a bad-tempered mule, if anything. Correct. <laughs> Very well spotted. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And this is what... Why, you may ask, have I drawn a bad-tempered mule? Very simple. This is what I want you to transform each and every one of the Melchester playing staff into. And how we're going to do it? Via the power of the helicopter. <laughs> uh, uh, one of them, oh, it's Blackie there, he, he, he shouts, right, 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 let's cool it. <laughs> like Fonzie says, I love Fonzie. He's the best, isn't he? He's got his cool. office in the toilet at Albert's. That's just like Roy sometimes does some of his admin in the toilet the fathers, don't you, Roy? Sometimes I do, yes. So let's just put, I'll put both our thumbs up and I'll right. just say cool. Oh, and hey, then we'll be cool like Fonzie and like hey. Roy. <laughs> Roy, if you're Fonzie, am I sort of like Richie Cullinan? Yeah, whatever. All right, whoever you want to be. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, happy day. Shut it. 
And Blackie intercepts uh, a throw in with a, a almost diving header at the same time as saying, We'll control this game when we start controlling ourselves. <laughs> Fucking hell, that's quite um, profound. Uh, that's it, Blackie. Great interception. Shout a fan. Um, Neville Jones knocked the ball on into the path of Rob Richards, which he signifies by shouting, Rob Richards! Um, fans are really getting behind them and getting into it now. One shouts, Wahoo! <laughs> that means they're enjoying themselves. Wahoo! This is more like the Melchester magic. Uh Nice close-up action of what's going on on the pitch. Uh, Roy is just to the left of Rob Richards, and he shouts, With you, Rob! Four defenders in a line. That's terrible positioning. In fact, is that, is that their back four? They're all within, like, ten foot of each other. Disgraceful. Watch race, Holverton. Close him down. Holverton, of course, have been relegated already, let's not forget. Mm. And you can see why, by the way, they're lining up here. Um... Roy spots a gap in between these four tightly packed defenders. It's almost like a wall they've built. As the Holverton defenders swayed to shut out the threat of Roy. How are we going to stop him? Sway. Everyone sway. <laughs> um, Roy spots the gap. Roy spotted the gap and he's gone for it. And indeed, he hits the rocket. Back of the net. Keeper goes, oh! Fans go, yeah! And it's Melchester Rovers 2, Holverton 1. Um, Half-time arrived before Holverton could restart. If it, Roy, Roy is one of those players that if he gets... The sh- if you allow him to get his shot away, it's a definite goal. Yeah. If, if, if you look at it, it's yeah. like, basically, <clears throat> if you're playing against Melchester, don't ever let him get it on his... Is it mm. his right foot? It is, isn't it? Left foot. Oh, don't let left him foot. get it on his left foot because if he gets his shot off, it's a goal. No goalkeeper in the world can stop a, a or, racy rocket. Or even a back four that's tightly packed like that. They've just formed a line and he's just blasted the ball right through them. And what, what we no haven't seen it. but would be a good storyline would be if he just got like the equivalent of the yips <clears> like you get in darts. Oh, like, yeah. Because, he, you know... Players always go for a phase. Like even the best finishers of all time go through phases where they just basically lose it, and then it becomes yeah. a mental block. And they should do a thing where Roy loses his rocket, mm. and he starts. Bristol had that. He starts kicking it, and it just like every time he kicks it, he either fucking it's either really like a p roller, so he can't generate the power anymore. Yeah. I used to get it something chronic with Sabutio. Sabutio finger, we'd call it unimaginatively. Where you'd have your finger in front of the player, and then the defending player would have his finger like ready to sort of flick his defensive player, and mm. the pressure of moving the the, ball, the the flicking the player to the ball, and my finger would just freeze, and I just me and my brother Jesus. would both get it. We'd be standing there both staring at our own finger, like ah, like the brain mm. could not connect to the finger. Uh, funny wow. enough, yeah, I never no, had good. I never had that whilst fingering a girl, but I suppose it can no. befall you at any point. It could have done if you'd thought about it, if you'd overthought things. Yeah, that's why I yeah. tried to just switch off and use the force whenever I was fingering as a lad. Yeah. Yeah, Eric, as I say, Eric, Eric Bristow had that, not the fingering thing, but the darts thing. He had what was called dartitis. Right. And he just couldn't. It's, it's, sometimes his hand couldn't release the dart. Yeah. He just couldn't throw them. Yeah, because you start thinking Fucking about hell. it. 
It's fucking tough. And the same thing happens with Sabutia. The human mind is a terrifying thing. It's no wonder a dangerous it amplifies thing. itself when it's left alone. Yeah, exactly. It has you to for, for everyone's good, for society's good. Yeah. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. So they're going off at halftime, and it's as halftime arrived before Holverton could restart. Um... Roy says, uh, that's better. Nothing like goals to show Mr. Bellamy that his little stunt hasn't worked. Bellamy would be livid at hearing this halftime score. Blackie says, yes, we'll use the interval to get ourselves really relaxed. <laughs> well, what's he suggesting right. here? <laughs> I've got some of them fancy cigarettes that we got from me cousins in Liverpool. Cousin, bro, we can have of some of them. What do you call them? Moroccan Mulbras. And do you remember when we smoked them round by the bins outside the feathers the other night? Because you couldn't get hold of any of the sexy powder, so you said you'd give that a go. And then you started... Oh, you, way. We, you went all funny, and we both fell over and wet ourselves. And then when we woke up, it was the next day. Uh, oh, I don't need any of that. Certainly not half-time. It's not quite my it's speed. Stomach cup of tea. <laughs> well, if you change your mind, I've got a couple of pre-rolls that my cousin left in my locker for me. I'll just have a cup of tea and a kick, can I? I've been getting into uh, that Reggie music. Is that what they call it? Reggie, Reggie? I don't know, but I tell you what, one of them funny cigarettes and a bit of Bob Marley and a packet of biscuits. Oh, it don't half make you feel like a new man. Who's that, that singer, Jacob Marley? Jacob Marley and Bob Cratchit. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, we're jamming. We're jamming. <laughs> Roy, do you remember Roy? We're jamming. Oh, no, don't. You sent me to sleep with that nonsense. You're embarrassing me, Blackie. <laughs> but the opposite happens. They don't relax. Kenny Logan begins to wave his arms around. Kenny Logan, I believe, has dropped some acid instead of taking... Yeah. Something else. He's flapping his arms oh, around the in the dressing room and Look what he does dancing now. around. Why don't we take flying lessons? Then we can all fly over Walford's ground and dive bomb Bellamy. You fucking Which idiot. Sit down, you silly prick. <laughs> fucking hell. Ha, 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 says Charlie Carter. Ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> Funny joke. <Jimmy. laughs> but now, not time for humour. <laughs> FA Cup at stake time for calm <laughs> uh, Jimmy Slade says Kenny mind that bag and indeed there is a bag on the floor by the lockers 
uh, Logan trips over it and slams head head first, well, shoulder first, into the lockers. Ah! Oh! My my shoulder! Uh, Roy goes, oh, oh, I just don't believe this. Fuck me. What has happened here? Uh, that's Logan out of the game. Uh, it says, as Melchester went out for the second half. Um, Where's Kenny Logan? Shouts an observant fan. They're down to nine men now. What's going on? He's fucked his shoulder now. Fuck off. Get behind us. Roy had forgotten his own advice uh, to stop worrying about Joe Bellamy. And he's thinking about the helicopter with Bellamy rules okay on the banner. Uh, Roy thinks him and his confounded copter that's how it all started copter that's <laughs> did we call we, them that, copters back then that's what you call them copter I've heard if people you, if, call them chopper but I use that I use that word for somewhere else copters for the pros as as Bellamy <laughs> may not know Bellamy has had to rent that probably for quite a high cost which is fucking insane <laughs> frankly I of course own my own copter and that is how I get to use the word copter, only for the pros. And I have my own pilot, uh, albeit on a retainer. Uh, <laughs> it's just 30 quid a week, but he's available whenever I need him, which is rare, but it's and good to know that he's there. It's a tax write-off, because I've managed to convince <laughs> HMRC that it is essential to the performance of my duties. Not as an individual player, but I have registered myself as a limited company slash social enterprise called Roy of the Rovers Limited. Roy Race Holdings Limited. <laughs> Roy Race Enterprises Limited yeah. PLC. One of my roles is to perform as a footballer on a Saturday. There are Just various other roles. <laughs> uh, it is confounded copter. That's how it all started. A clattering bedlam filled the sky. Oh, Ooh. my God. Clattering Roy bedlam. Roy turns and Good looks to the band. sky. Uh, and here it comes again. Why, that cheeky. Blackie tries to calm him by saying, Hold it, Roy. And then we move on to the fourth page of this this classic episode. Fourth page of it. Oh, hang on. No. (laughs) It's probably a different one. Probably a police. (laughs) Probably a a police job. This is more like, this is is my favourite type of helicopter. Uh, I don't know what the difference is, but this is the type that can land on water and has a big yeah. sort of bubble at the front of it. I think it's like the one, aren't ABBA in one of these on the cover of one of their records? Yeah. Yeah. In um, ABBA Arrival, I think it is. Yeah, it's like a bubble copter. They're better. Yeah. But you don't get them anymore. They're much more... It's also the one that you see at the beginning of MASH when they're That's playing right. Suicide is Painless. One of these is land coming into yeah. land, isn't it? Uh, they haven't got doors on them, have they? You just get on. Just and jump then in and out. Go. There's yeah. also a brilliant, one of my all-time favourite all right cunts moments is in Jaws 2, right? Where the teenagers are astray on a fucking, what do you call it? Um, a, not a boat, a raft. And right. J- Jaws, John Jaws comes to get them, right? <laughs> And then, yeah, but they're like shitting themselves. He's he's coming, and then a helicopter comes to rescue them, and they're like, "Oh, they're so relieved! They fucking hell, we're getting away before John Jaws turns up." And they climb onto one of these helicopters, just like this one with no doors, and they're just about to get away. 
and it's the ultimate all right cunts because you see from below John Jules leaps out of the sea and he fucking grabs the helicopter in his mouth (laughs) not so fast cunts I hit metal as well. <laughs> and he grabs one of those, you know, those things underneath it. I don't know what you call them, the stabilizers. It lands. He just he grabs yeah. hold of one there and they're like, fuck. And it's trying to fly away. But John Jules is too strong. He goes, come so back. Come back. I've got you. And he just slowly eats the helicopter and every cunt inside of it. Fucking hell. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, there could be a John Jules deep dive at some point. And he's point. like this. Oh, delicious. But. <laughs> <laughs> now for a kip <laughs> then more eating teenagers <laughs> I'm so glad I discovered it I'm never looking back I'm never uh, going back to plankton <laughs> eating kids and this area is a fucking rich hunting ground you can eat so many kiddies and they never learn because the thing is they've got this self-serving mare which plays into my needs fucking really well because he's upset. What I found out was I did some digging and the local mayor is obsessed with tourism because it's what basically <laughs> props up the local economy. So there's now that will convince him to close the beaches. What that means for me, old John Jaws here, is that there is a constant supply of kiddie meat in this sea. Plus, of course, when you think about <laughs> human nature, people are ghouls. They want to come to the scene of crimes like these yeah. and have a look for themselves. Bring them on, I say. They Idiots. like it. They keep coming I'll back, them they as come well. back for more, and then I get more choice. It means less swimming about, because there's just loads of them. I just fucking... I mean, in this case, fair dues, I've made a bit of an effort. I've swum out further than usual, and I've eaten the helicopter. But that was necessary, not so much for eating the helicopter, which I didn't find particularly palatable anyway. It's more like a warning to them. Like, don't <laughs> think you can escape from me that easy, yeah? It's going to take more than a fucking helicopter to stop me. I'd say it's almost like shooting fish in a barrel, but I don't know if that's the right metaphor. People ask me, no fish involved. People ask me, how long do you see this lasting? What will you do when it ends? And I tell them, to be honest, at this stage, I cannot see it ever ending. <laughs> <laughs> and if it does, so be it. I'll have a load of great memories. <laughs> and I will move on. I will move on to the next <laughs> chapter of my life. Or I may be dead. They may find a way of destroying me. And if they do, well... That won't be a problem for me because I'll so be, be dead. It. I'll be dead. I'll be in shark heaven or shark hell. Who knows? And it'll <laughs> only be my relatives left behind who will be the ones who'll have to grieve. But to be honest, I haven't seen my old man in years. I don't know where he is, right? <laughs> so if word gets to him via the undersea under network, then shark grapevine. I, I doubt it'll be the that. Shark vine. I doubt it'll be that bothered. And my mum, she unfortunately died. She was blown up round here last year by a couple of cunts. <laughs> and I have, I have no siblings that I'm aware of, so. <laughs> so that's, yeah, so the helicopter arrives. Uh, and as Blackie says, probably a police job. Fucking hell, what? Uh, Roy says, hey. What are you and... talking about? It's the busies. Quick, find the marijuana cigarettes. <laughs> and the acid. Roy, shall I eat all the acid? Yeah, quickly. <laughs> eat it all now. <laughs> eat everything. Do you want some, Roy? Of course I fucking don't. Fuck you off. eat it all, quick. Hide it all in your guts. Any luck, you'll be able to shit it out later and there'll be some still worth taking. <sighs> 
Oh, they're going to land on the pitch and storm the dressing room. <laughs> uh, who's that? Is that is that Steve Naylor? I don't know who that is. Who says, Roy, watch the ball. And he doesn't. And the ball hits him square in the face. <laughs> and he goes, ah! And two of the Holverton players, who look like they're about nine years old, which probably explains why they're in the relegation zone, uh, go, ha ha! Another one says, "That's what you—that's what you call keeping your eye on the ball, Racy." Uh, Roy's reactions had always been fast, but now a surge of white-hot fury stung him Ooh, to even greater wow. speed. And they're going to regret laughing at him because he's just controlled the ball. It's—it's it's, see the movement of the ball, the lines—it's come down off his face, straight to his feet, uh, and he thinks, "Have a laugh at this, pal." One says, what the? And the other one goes, look out! <laughs> and then he fucking hits it with the left foot, the rocket. Look what he's, look what comes out of the thought I bubble as this. he hits it. Yeah. I really hit that. <laughs> <laughs> he's almost like going, oh, I might have gone too far there. I, I might have broken the ball. Uh, I really hit that. <laughs> he says, the rocket, oof! And of course, this, back of the net. Oh, I've hit, I've, I've hit that harder than anything I've ever hit before. I didn't know how capable of that. I've, I've scared myself, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I should probably retire. I'm a lethal weapon. I'm going to have to go uh, and get me not looked at after this. I think the demons are coming back. <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's not. <laughs> I'll just forget about it. I pictured my dad's head as I hit it. that. <laughs> what a thunderbolt! <laughs> Blackie. Calm down, Rat Blackie, fuck's sake. <laughs> Brilliant, Racy. Right, right, right. I'm seeing things. I took all that acid and I've seen all sorts of rubbish now. When the ball went out of my hand, I thought it was a big elephant doing a poo. And it took, I know you, you kicked it fast, but it took eight hours to leave your foot and go in the back of the net. I don't know. Right, the ground's crawling with locusts, right? <laughs> yeah, it will be. It's going to be a struggle for the next few hours. But just know <laughs> you're in days. a safe space with people who care about you, Blackie. <laughs> Thanks, right. Uh, Rob Richards, I think. It might be him. It looks like a very old man instead, but he has aged quite quickly. Says maybe Bellamy did us a favour. I haven't seen you score a goal like that in years. Well, who is that? Because that can't be Rob Richards. Yeah, it's some kind of. Richards is just a child. He looks like another sort of a racy lookalike, but he's not anyone we've ever seen before. Some random. I mean, they're down to nine players. That's pretty much the whole team that's there. Yeah. Um, There's a weird shadow on Jimmy Slade's back as well, so there's somebody else lurking around. Uh, As the delighted Rovers hauled, hauled Roy to his feet. Uh-oh. Blackie says, Roy, are you okay? And uh, that fellow with the moustache again, don't know who that is, he says, he he's limping. And Roy's face is curdled with pain. And a fan says, Oh no, surely the king, in inverted commas, isn't going to miss the cup final too. And that's where it ends for this week. And it just says, is the king, in inverted commas, a serious casualty 
Guys, there's a. Just before we start the game, I know people like to call me Racy or The Rocket or uh, Mr. Bojangles, many nicknames, but um, <laughs> I've been in touch Racy with my. Racy or Go Go? My, my IP, like. Some people used to call me The Little Horse uh, in my younger years. That one still gets wheeled out sometimes. <laughs> they call me that in Spain. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, for many years, I was known simply as Dr. Fock. Uh, and all of these nicknames have their own little stories and mythology around them. And I haven't got a problem with any of them. But I've been talking to my IP lawyers and they've said it's time to consolidate my nicknames uh, for branding purposes. So from now on, I would appreciate it if you all refer to me simply as the king. And nothing else. <laughs> Forget all the others. Dr. Fop, Little Horse, <laughs> Racy and Go-Go, forget them all. Uh, although I don't mind Dr. Fuck now and again (laughs) (laughs) Professor Impossible Uh. (laughs) Impossible John (laughs) Jaws some people call me Jaws because they like a meet of the shark Chief Inspector Wingspan (laughs) (laughs) Otto Conti that was one (laughs) The Shadow (laughs) <laughs> the Scarlet Fucker Nail <laughs> Jeffrey Jesus Cock Turpin <laughs> The Invisible Coop one No, no that one at all Don't know. The, That's the Portugal Mel- <laughs> The Melchester member all of those, uh, so, are with, with a heavy heart, because they all have a, a certain place in my heart and my memory, I do have to have them all shut down by law retired. with immediate effect. <laughs> I'm retiring all other nicknames other than the king. And I know what you're thinking, the king sounds quite boring by comparison. Yes, that's true. But my IP does tell me that it has more versatility worldwide. We do not want to get into a situation where, like the marathon situation, who are named as Snickers on the continent. We need one simple, memorable name that can stretch across all retail territories. A global brand. <laughs> and that is Dr. Fuck. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's the, it's, it says, is the king a serious casualty? You can find out next Saturday. Uh, and Mark's out of 10 for that story. I'm giving that a 10. Uh, yeah, it's I'm a 10 it from a 10 me for sure. For, it's got the lot. It's got it's got Roy being hit in the face, and it's also got a second helicopter, which none of us saw coming. A double uh, helicopter. A double helicopter episode has got to be a ten. And Kenny Logan pretending he could fly—that was also good. Um, and yeah, so Black, there we go. Blackie on acid. That is, and then just a couple of pages later, it says next week. Ipswich fans, Trevor Putney appears in sign. Oh, please. Trevor Putney. Yeah, that's enticing, isn't it? It is. Uh, it says, and will Roy miss the cup final? I don't think they've put them in order of importance there, to be honest. Mm-hmm, no. They've put Trevor Putney as the most important thing. Uh, but we'll find out if he does actually make it to the FA Cup final or not. Uh, it's a shame that the FA Cup final isn't the 200th um, episode of this series. Mm. But sadly, but I do think this of, has been a decent episode to mark the occasion. We've, we've dicked about too much in the past to make that you know yeah. a line we've never um, been able to pull that off so we'll find out tune in next week thank you very much and goodbye goodbye 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.